Parenting is hard, but there's help. Welcome to Everyday Parenting with Mary Beth Henry, a licensed marriage and family therapist and parent educator. Everyday Parenting utilizes face-to-face, unscripted interviews with real parents, but names have been changed to protect their identities. Speech, language, and communication play a vital role in our lives. Without it, children have difficulty communicating their basic needs and can struggle academically or with peers. At JabberDogs, speech-language pathologist Stephanie Mashik can help you or your loved one become a successful communicator. Based in Pasadena, California, JabberDogs offers private speech and language therapy at affordable rates. They also take insurance, including Blue Shield and Anthem Blue Cross of California. Visit JabberDogs.com for more information. That's J-A-B-B-E-R-D-O-G-S dot com. Today is the final episode of the first season of Everyday Parenting. We're ending the season with Jane, who returns to her second group session with a few different questions ranging from social media use for her preteen, to her daughter's fears, to getting her youngest daughter to bond with her dad. My name is Anne, and I have four kids. Connor is 12, Megan is 10, Drew is 6, and Kate is one and a half. And I have a couple different questions for all age ranges. My 12-year-old has his own phone, and we're starting to get into the world of social media, which he's restricted from having. And he is, of course, questioning why I have it, because my reasons for him not having it are, they really apply to me, too. I feel like people post the sunny parts of their lives, and I don't like, I don't want him comparing his life to anybody else's. I feel like everybody's lives are very different and I don't want him being at home and wondering, oh, this child is with their family up at the mountains. This child is at a hockey game. Why am I here with no friends over? And he can use that back at me, which doesn't, it, it, there's some truth to that. So what I'm wondering is In this instance, I'm not a big social media user. To be honest, I use it a lot for following things. Like, we're big hockey fans, so we get a lot of information from social media on practices and things like that. And But I'm wondering if there's some truth in what he's saying that maybe I shouldn't have it as well. Because I just feel like there it's the same reason for him as it would be for me. How can I say how, he could say I'm fine, mom. I'm not going to compare myself to other kids, but he's 12 and sure, I don't sure, know that. Sure. So so my my answer to your question, a very simple answer is I'm gonna, two answers. Number 1, you are the adult. You are the adult and you can choose what to have on your phone. The other piece of this is you're the adult, so you're going to model as much as you can in front of him your usage of that phone. So, if you, for example, if you're on Facebook and you are looking at your friends up skiing in Aspen and you're like, oh, my, I'd love to be in Aspen right now skiing. I can't believe that we're sitting here doing homework, right? If that's, if that's how you model it, then that's what he's going to pick up on. Does that make sense? Sure. So number one, you're an adult. You can choose what you want in your phone. It's not a comparison to a child. He's a child. So we're not going to let the child make that. They can say it. Well, if you have it, why can't I have it? You could say, you know what? I have it because I am paying for this phone, number one. Number two, I am the adult in in this family, and you are a child, and this is the way it is. Do you have a recommendation at what age they're ready for that? Yeah. So it all depends on the child. Okay. It all depends on your the level of your child, where your child is, 
um, maturity wise and where his, and I'm not going to say where his friends are, but I do because if his friends, okay, well, let me just go back. The first question is why did you get a phone for your child? So the, that's the question I asked. Did you get it for the fact that he needed it for um, communication with you and, and because he's away from you? Is that why? He does. Okay. He takes a bus to and from school. Okay. So, so that's a I'd really say, logical reason why you yeah. got it. It's a safety reason to have a phone to be able to communicate with your parents. So that's how you presented it to him, correct? It is. And I, I feel like I'm also setting a precedent here. You Whatever are. I do with the him, my daughter's child. right behind yeah, him. Exactly. They're all and watching. They're yes. all watching what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and ours. Okay. So they're all watching. But but that's not going to put, you know, once again, but you're going to emphasize the need over the wants. Mm-hmm. So the need was there for safety. Now he has wants. Hear his wants. Hear him. Because what he's telling you is, are his peers, right, in his world, do have different social media outlets that they are part of. What you need to do with you, with you and your spouse is you need to figure out which ones you want to start introducing him to because he might not want Facebook or he might, because it's not really his generation thing. He's going to want yeah. Instagram. Mm-hmm. He's going to want Snapchat. He's going to want those more current ones mm-hmm. that have meaning to his world mm-hmm. and that his friends are on. Okay. Now, does it cause a whole open up a whole nother can of worms? Yes, it does because you're going to have to monitor. You're going to have to be aware of it. You're going to have to set limits and boundaries on it. Where you're going to make sure that his friends know that you do monitor um, his Snapchat and his Instagram right now. You're going to help his friends understand that you are on that. It's it seems like so much work to where I just feel like saying no to well, all of it. Okay. Well, the reality is that you have chosen to live in this state that we live in and this town that we live in and the children that you are around have this piece. Do I say that we have to go well over everyone else? No, but it is a natural progression of who you, he does have a phone and it was for that, you know, there are those other elements that are going to add into it. And, and as I tell families that I work with and as I raise my children, I would much rather my children and your children experience real life situations and learn how learn and have mistakes with them now. So when they're away from you, going to college later in life, they'll have experience and had learned about how to, how to handle it now versus, okay, when you're 18, you're going away to college, then you can have social media. Oh my gosh, that's going to be yeah. wild. That's going to be like a wild yeah. west. That's going to be crazy because they're not going to have any, any idea how to manage it and understand it. There might be someone might send them something that's inappropriate. They're not going to know what to do with it. Now you have a chance to be with them and guide them. I'm not saying right now. I'm just yeah. saying it's don't count it out. Yeah. I want them to experience life with you and learn with you and right instead of waiting like learning to drive later. No, learn to drive now. Yeah. So if you crash, I can help you through it. Okay. Learn social media now and limits and boundaries, and I can guide you through it. Okay, so that's think about that. I'm not saying you okay. have to do it now, but don't count it out. Okay. Because it is part of their world, and it will be part of their world for the rest. Really, it will be for the yeah. rest. I mean, this is the generation we have here. Is it fair to judge when he's ready for social media based on his maturity, knowing that in a couple of years, I'm going to have to tell my daughter, well, Connor was ready for it at 15. I don't think you're ready for it yet. Yeah. I, I like to base it on an age. 
I really do. Yeah. I really do because then it then it becomes this really vague line that your children are going to have expectations, and then oh no no you no you're not responsible. Well, what is so? What is responsibility? I guess in your family, what you have to decide is let's look at an age. Let's look at um, also look at you know what what does responsibility look like? Not just for him, but mm-hmm. in general. What are what is he um, um, what is he doing to be um, you know, helpful in the family. What is he, you know, what is he showing? I mean, just look at generically what you want for your children okay. to be doing. Okay. In the way of, of being an active member of the family versus just, we just give, give, give. No. Okay. So he has a phone because he needed it for safety. He's involved in this group. So how old was he when he got the phone? So he was 11. 11. Okay. So, so you pretty much you that was that's kind of your your boundary area, but it's eleven now. That's your that's your gray area. Right now. when they yes, let's so when they graduate have, fifth grade okay. and they're going off to middle school. Okay, and now you can start adding in pieces along the way here. So okay, um, I I like to introduce children to new things. For example, if if I were adding, you know, his if he's asking for this right now, uh, I would not add it in right now in the middle of a a school time. I like to add in new things when we have breaks because then he can experiment with it and play with it a little bit and not, um, um, and have that time to, to fiddle with it. You know, cause if we do it in the middle of a school week, Oh, you know, Friday night, you get it Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday you start school again. He's going to be so obsessed with it still is my yes, worry that they, mm-hmm. yeah, big distraction. So I do like to do this kind of stuff, maybe during a holiday time okay. when they have time off um, or, uh, you know, summer or, uh, you know, winter breaks, spring breaks, that okay. kind of, and give them some time to work with it and then give you some time to be really clear on your limits and boundaries okay. so he can practice that Okay. over and over again. So kind of in the same thread here, I our phones are linked so that yes. I receive all of his texts. Yes. And he knows I receive all of his texts. Yes. And so that's really, other than phone, making a phone call, which he's not a big chatter, mm-hmm. he would communicate over text. Is that an invasion of privacy or is that, um, I just, he's exactly, or is that monitoring? Is that, it's all, it's all how, it's all how you want to present it. Okay. If you're going to be, um, uh, deceptive and say, well, we're going to monitor, you know, no, you know, we're, we're, we're setting these guidelines for you. And by the time you, you, you can set another age, you know, we're going to start, uh, we're going to wean off of that and, give you some freedom with that, but but with the understanding that we still have your passcodes and we still mm-hmm. have access to your phone. Um, I think it's a good way to start. I think okay. it's, because he's, he, you're asking him to do something he's never done before. It's like riding a bike. You just don't put the helmet on and, okay, go ride your bike. You put the training wheels on, right? You hold them, you balance them, you teach them how the safety, and then you take those training wheels off. And that's the same process here, I, I think. Okay. Okay, thank I you. Think. Um. A second question, completely unrelated, is for my daughter, Megan, who's 10. She had some experiences in the past with, um, with, I would assume, homeless people, and it frightened her, mm-hmm. and it stayed with her. Yes. Yes. And at her public school, they have um, a fairly large special learner population, and she doesn't know how to handle it when a child, one of her peers— starts, I don't know what you would call it, maybe like a tantrum, but using profanity, sure, you sure. know, um, very angry sure, sure. to where she has such, developed such a fear of people who, I guess, don't fit 
the typical profile. Sure, sure. And I don't, she's such, uh, she has such a big heart, but she, I want her to have empathy. And I just feel like it's going to get worse and worse and worse as the years go on. And she's going to develop this deep fear of people. And, but I, I, I don't know how to, because yeah, that's not yeah. something I can model for her. Well, yes, you can. Yes, you can. So let's start with her. Let's start with her first. Okay. Um, so what, when she, how do you find out about this? Does she tell you at home that this she is She does. Okay. So, so your, your, your idea is I want my daughter to learn empathy. Okay. That's, a, that's what we want. That's our goal. Okay. But that's not, that's not right now for her. Right now we're going to give her the tools to learn empathy. Right now we're not going to jump, to, um, be empathetic. I'm going to give you the tools. The same thing with Kai. Uh, letting him process it. So when someone yells and 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 makes a very environment that's really it comes off very scary to you that that, that makes you frightened and makes you scared. I want you to help her understand and 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 look at that person and not in a empathetic way right now. I want you to that's, that's going to come, but I want you to teach her how to understand what that person might be going through. Okay. okay. So um when, when I, I deal with children and mental health and when they see adults with mental health issues or someone standing on the street corner and yelling profanities, I like to start first start off teaching children just the generic piece of, oh my, that person's having a bad day. They're having a hard time right now. They feel like they really need to yell and scream and they don't, they're, they're having a hard time. They, may, they must not be feeling well. I like to use that language. Okay. So children start understanding mental health is not a... A um, uh, something that we can just kind of glide over and, and ignore. Mental health is I'm not feeling okay and I can't manage. Yeah. And so I want her to learn that piece. Okay. So when that person's yelling, don't go to be empathetic and take care of that person. It's, yeah. you know what, that scares you. Just look at them and say they're having a hard time. And if someone's having a hard time, we can either, right, we have choices. We can either go help them or sometimes we can just maybe find an adult to help them. Mm-hmm. And we can just back away. And sometimes that helps too. There's many different ways to be to to take care of situations. Where I, I would encourage her right now just to say, you know, that scares you right now. And I hear you. Why don't you right now just in your brain, in your, in your mind, you think they're having a hard day. It's really hard for them. I'm just going to back away and give them the space. And eventually in her life, we're going to give her more and more tools to be able to be empathetic someday. Okay. Now you talk about, I don't get a chance to model that. So you do, because every day when we drive down our streets, how many people do you see, see sitting on the street corners asking for food, asking for money? Okay. So in communities, sometimes we run across that where there are people standing on the corners. Hockey games. Yes, when you yes, go to hockey games. We do run across that. And so what I like, you know, as families, what I like to do is is if your child does see someone on the corner and they do say, Mommy, why is that person? You use the same, similar, similar language. Yeah. You know, they're having a bad day. They maybe didn't have enough money for food today and they need something. Or what I do encourage is families is in your car when your children start becoming aware of it. This is when they become aware of it. In your car, I like to have little bags, and in those bags, I like to have some water, um, maybe something like an energy bar, something that might be enticing, and maybe maybe the kids can decorate the bags. Okay. And then when you see someone, and they're right by the, your door, instead of ignoring them, you could slightly roll down your window and say, hey, I have some water and an energy bar here. Would you like it? 
And if they say, no, no, thank you, I don't want that, then you say, okay, then close your window and move on. Okay. But when we sit there and just ignore, we do have those moments. You just, they do, it does happen. So it just helps. But sure. Well, and I'm sure every time I saw somebody screaming, I would have rolled up the windows so they didn't hear the yelling, they didn't hear the bad language. So, and, you, and you can still and do just, that. And you could say, oh my, boy, they're not feeling, well. they really are angry today. They're, they're just treat it as expressing emotions. Okay. And not as, I'm going to avoid them, I'm going to ignore them. You can put up your windows and just say, oh, boy, they're having a bad day. Okay. I'm just going to put the windows up. So, you know, those are words I don't want you all to be hearing. They're, they are allowed to say those words because that's their choice, but those are not choices, words we, we choose to, to listen to. Okay. And they're just having a bad day, and they're not feeling well. Remember those words, bad day, not feeling well. Okay. It really will get you through a lot of mental health with children okay. and start teaching them to be empathetic versus okay. just saying be empathetic. Okay. Does that, make, does that under that? Yes, absolutely. Know, gives you some tools for her because, you know, she's she's had a you know she had an experience and now she's recalling that and she didn't know what to do. So now you're going to teach her what to do and okay. start thinking because that's what back then when she had that experience she didn't know what to do. She didn't. And, and so now you now know, you're going to she go has back another child it. in fourth grade that she's afraid of in her class and yeah. I don't want her. Yeah. To so talk about so talk about I don't like to teach I don't give children diagnoses I don't teach them about diagnoses or and what people might be diagnosed with I just have them look at the behaviors and okay. say you know what Johnny has a hard time sitting in his chair he has to get up and move every once in a while I wonder if his body just can't sit very long okay it might be hard for him so he has to get up and move and when he gets up and move then he feels like he has to go and hit someone well I wonder if he just has so much energy Right, he needs to just go get the energy out, mm-hmm. and so he hits people, or or he yells because he's frustrated. Okay, but, right, because that's that's if those are normal behaviors we see. Yeah, she yeah. gets yelled. She yells when she gets frustrated. Yeah, she'll understand that. Okay, and then she'll start understanding people. Okay, and that's what it comes down to. Well, I did have one more, but ahead, are you no. sure? Yes. Okay, are you still okay, going? Go, We're gonna make you do something. Well, we need no, to. We need to. Okay. Go, go. So my one and a half year old Kate. Um, I am a stay-at-home mom, and my husband works. And at fairly long days, he leaves the house at 8 a.m., and then he gets home about 6.30 sharp every day. But um, And all my kids were mama's kids. Um, but now that she's my fourth, and I feel like every, the, the morning and night, they're both busy. There's both dinner to serve, dishes to clean, baths, reading, bed, and she just— her dad is someone who she just feels like is I get sent to, yeah, and yeah. exactly it. That's exactly yes. how she feels, and that's and what, yeah, that's, but I'm also just I need a break, and I need to focus on other children. There are four, you know, and obviously I can't explain this to my one and a half year old. Yeah, but I'm wondering if you have any tips that I can sure. use to sure. make him more um, appealing to her <laughs> as an appealing option. <laughs> Because I feel like maybe what I need to do is the transition better. Maybe the three of us need to go play because I know we're talking about exactly, transitions. Exactly, and, exactly. Um, and not even just transitions at home. I want you to start transitions at when he's not at home. For example, if you're texting daddy at work or if you communicate with daddy anytime throughout the day and, she, and she's there with you, I want you to say it out loud and say, oh... I'm texting dad or I'm calling dad. What do you want to tell dad? I'm, I'm going to tell him this. What would you like to tell him? Okay. And start building that throughout the day because it isn't just about the end of the day. Our, our kids, it, it, we wait till those moments, right? And it has to be just the right moment for her to, to be willing to take on the whole world. And it's end of her day too. And she's tired. Dad's tired. 
she wants to see her siblings. She doesn't want me so much. It's all on this one moment. Yeah. And we have to realize it isn't, her life is not by a moment. It, she lives in the moment. So we got to do it throughout the day, number okay. one. And then um, I would 100% make a picture of her and dad together. Okay. Xerox it off. Laminate it. Put it in her car seat. And let her tell stories and talk about her daddy and look at her pictures of her daddy. And then you talk about daddy, make a little book about her and daddy's adventures and, you know, little silly things like that. Okay. It's going to build that relationship because she, he is a foreign object to her. And well, and really, I feel literally. so bad for him because well, he... And, yeah. So the, the other big piece I need you to do is daddy needs to um, go to her and say, I what, what is her name again? Kate. 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 I am so looking forward to this weekend. We are going to go have ice cream together. And we're going to just, just you and me are going to go, okay. we're going to go get ice cream together, but we're going to, you know, and, or send them to the market together and go get ice cream, whatever, something together. Um, but he needs to have her one-on-one, not just outside the house, but he needs one-on-one in the house where you are not there. He needs to build a relationship with his child. And with all the chaos going on and all this and that, it is this event where, okay, I'm going to go and leave you with daddy. <gasps> Panic. Okay. I need you to set it up ahead of time where, you know, you're going to make this a special thing where daddy is going to be home with you and you and daddy are going to make dinner together and all the routine that goes with it. And especially around the nurturing times of the day, okay. not just the fun. Because what she's looking for from this relationship is she needs to know that she can trust daddy. And it isn't all fun. Okay. Trust comes from doing a routine, doing what's always normal, the bath, the feeding, the basic pieces, the wiping, the changing the diapers, all those basic. Dad needs to really do those things. Okay. When you're not there. So you need to back away and you need to go out. And and it would be great if dad could have a couple children there and take care of all of them. Okay. Because she needs to see that dad can do this. It's all about trust. It's, they need to build a trustful relationship, and she doesn't trust that dad can take care of her needs. Mm-hmm. The same thing back with Kai and trust. Okay. Same thing with grandpa and grandma and all that trust. It's all about trust. Okay. And so you just need to back away, and you need to say, you know, dad's in charge tonight, and you need to really build it up that he's, you know, your father's got this. He, I can, no, I believe it, you know. Really, and when you walk out the door, just go give daddy a kiss and say, you got this, dear. Okay. And run out of there. Okay. <laughs> no, walk out of there and just go. And yes, he's going to have to learn to balance a crying child. Yes, he's good. But that's the practice that she needs to see. Okay. That daddy can handle me. Daddy can understand me. Daddy can take care of me. Okay. That's what she needs to know. But build up throughout the day. Remember, build up the communication that you do talk to daddy, that he isn't just this thing that comes in at night. He's a part of our life. Pictures, pictures, pictures. Her and daddy together. Her and daddy together. Okay. Really build that up because all she sees is the other children with daddy. Yeah. And so she doesn't understand what her relationship is with this 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 thing that comes home at night. And who is he? And yeah. Okay. And he's all and he's got he's connected with the other kids. He knows there. You know. You know, there's a lot of connection there. Yeah. And she doesn't feel connected. Okay. So we're just going to reconnect the two of them. And this is this is a very normal piece of all children's development. It's just now it's the fourth, and you're like, oh, my gosh, do it already. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, and especially uh, my six-year-old really still needs alone time with me. And yeah. and he deserves it. He's been so patient with her. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's where you need to take the six-year-old and leave dad with the older three. Okay. And, and the younger one. And just okay. say, you guys got this, and daddy's got this, and I know you can, you know, and, and it, it, tell him, and, and really tell him the truth. It may not be pleasant, and, and this is what I do when she's upset. Yeah. You can find out what works for you, but this is how I get her settled. And, and he shouldn't do the exact same thing that you do. He's got to build his own relationship with his daughter, and he okay. might have to carry a screaming child for two hours okay. while you're gone, but that has to be done. Okay. Because he's got, she's got to learn to trust him. Okay. She's got to learn to trust him. Okay. That's what it comes down to. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Isn't she with you right now? She is. But my my fear is that he's going to see this as a, oh, he's not great at this period in their lives. And so when he does have her, you know, like if I walk up and he's giving her a bath, he's she's in the bathtub and he's sitting on his phone. So there's not no. there's no interaction. Well, that okay. So, but so it's you, also you, his you downtime. Well, you know what? And I don't want to go in and be like, no, no, you can't be on your phone. You need no, to play and, with and her. And you're not going to do that in front of them. So you okay. can help them. Say, you know what? Let me help <laughs> you. Let me help you with a few things. Because you got to teach them that. Yeah. I mean, you it's, teach it's them our how. fourth kid. You know. But you got. It is the fourth kid, but the reality is he he's once again. Behaviors, yeah, he's a guy, (laughs) but we love them. But behaviors communicate feelings. So he's telling you, your husband, not forget the child, yeah, your husband's clearly telling you that he does not feel confident about that age group. Mm -hmm. So, how could you build up his confidence about that age group? But it's almost funny because you almost think he's so confident that she's completely capable in the bath by herself while I just sit right there. <laughs> it's almost the opposite. Like, no, she's good. She's got, we've got it handled, you know. But it's not in about. a lot but, of situations, oh, no, she's over there. But he doesn't. Yeah, but it's not. I saw her walk by five minutes ago. But you, no, no, but, no. You, but, you build, but you build on what she wants from daddy. She wants you to play. Yeah. Yes. Okay. She wants you okay. to play. So when you're taking a bath. If you play with her and the things that we, you know, so, but, okay, number one, what does your husband like to play with in the, that, that sounds wrong. <laughs> what does your, what, what would be something fun that the two of them, what fun toy could they play in the bathtub together with? Well, could it be a new measuring thing? Could it be okay. a turkey base? Could it be fun things that you could add okay. that, we, that would draw him in too? Okay. You know, something yeah. that does he like uh, sea life. We could get sea life animals. I, I don't know. I don't know what he likes. So what does he like? He's good at like chasing the kids around, and she likes to be chased. So, okay, so may, after do, the bath, I could. Well, no, but in the bathtub, you could do maybe get some boats and, and, okay. and do okay. some fun things just for the two of them. So okay. you're gonna add in a new piece that Daddy would have fun with okay. in the bathtub with her that would draw him in to that relationship with her. Okay. Okay, because I kind of end up being getting a little resentful that. Maybe this is why she's not connecting with you because you're not trying to connect with her. Well, that's exactly the answer. So, but but <laughs> but, but, yeah, but valid valid point. Valid point. Yeah. But but he, he but they don't see that as an obvious piece. So you have to build that for them and say, you know what? When she's taking a bath, you know what? She you two love to play chase games. Why don't you play this game with her? And that would give you something to it's do not, together. It's not obvious. Okay. Okay. It's not obvious. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, like it's not. Okay. Right. 
No. no. I mean, it's a fourth kid. And yeah. It's not an obvious thing. Yeah. Right. But but he doesn't, I mean, so you have to look at it. He does not, that age scares him. Just yeah. look at it that way. Yeah. It scares him. And so I must rather just avoid it and just get through this. Yeah. And that's what, that's the message she's getting. It, okay. You know, she's getting it and he's getting it. Okay. So help him. Okay. So help him and say, you know what? No, don't bring up the point. This is our fourth child. You should be able to connect. Just say, I've noticed that this age really is a, is a lot. It's a lot to understand and deal with. It's okay. hard. How can I help you connect? Because she so wants to connect with you. And if you get that picture of the two of them and she's carrying that around, he'll like, oh. Okay. It helps both ways. Okay. Maybe you need to give him a picture. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, maybe give him a picture too. Maybe a t shirt with a picture of it on. Okay. Got it. Father's Thank you. Day. Yeah. Daddy and Addie. Yeah. <laughs> but just, yeah. It, it, you know, it, it, if you look at it, if you look at behaviors differently, it really, if you look at it yeah. that way, it really, it just, it just communicates clearly. Okay. Versus him being, oh, he's being so difficult. He's being, you know, oh, for crying out loud, it's, just, it's difficult for him. Okay. So if you would want to teach our daughter empathy, right? We got to start teaching <laughs> or be empathetic <laughs> towards daddy. He doesn't yeah. get it. He doesn't, he doesn't feel comfortable. Okay. It, it's scary for him and he doesn't know how to connect. Okay. So you have to give him some little insight of how to connect. Some help there. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to Everyday Parenting this season. You can always listen to previous episodes by finding us on iTunes or whatever podcast player you're using. Help us make season two. We need a few things. First, please tell us what you thought of the season. Go to bit.ly slash everydayparenting for a brief survey. It will help us shape season two. Next, participate. If you'd like to be a guest on Everyday Parenting, please visit everydayparentingpodcast.com slash be a guest. You could be recorded for season two. And lastly, please help us get the word out to other parents who need this information. Talk about us, post online about us, and rate us on iTunes. Thank you to Stephen Morell for the music we use in our podcast, and to Jabberdogs for sponsoring us throughout our first season. To learn more about Mary Beth Henry, head to our website, marybethhenry.com. I'm Teresa Wang, the producer of Everyday Parenting. Thank you so much for joining us this season. Keep in touch with us on our Facebook group. Season two will be out soon.